Do you have a ton of money like the Queen? Stop being so selfish and donate to Pull the Plug at their Patreon page. Find the link at their website, ptppodcast.com. You selfish wanker. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And myself, Justin Briner. There he is. Woo! What's going on, on, everybody? Living that Skype lifestyle there, Reiner. Hot damn. Yes, yes. Uh, But it feels good to uh, be back on the show. And we've officially got the video going, which makes it feel like you are back at the show. That I'm having just good old chats face to face right now. It's it's lovely. Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pointing at a direction where I just see Justin's beard, and it's fantastic. <laughs> you yeah. can't go wrong with that. Enjoy that. No. Enjoy that view. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Last week or last week, the last time we uh, we had you on Skype, like it worked really well. Like sound was pretty. We we're pretty happy with yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, it seemed to. We we couldn't see you at all, and that's no. never good. Yeah, you missed the the emotional connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of emotion. So now you get to connect with my with my neck. Yep. It's nice. So, it's great. Yeah. I've always said you had a swan-like neck. <laughs> Covered in beauty scruff. It's lovely. Yeah, that's right. If uh, if you uh, want to see how we've kind of got this set up, Shannon uh, just posted a photo from the uh, Pull the Plug Instagram <laughs> account, which shows off the, the, the true hashtag bromance that we have, yeah. and uh, yeah. I do love it. It's lovely. It's great. Yeah, so at PTP Podcast, if you want to check it out. Um, before we get into tonight's show, guys... Um, I have uh, maybe one of my favorite stories that I've ever seen because of how ridiculous it is. And I'd like to share it with you if, unless you have anything important to, to go over. No, that's a, that's a huge lead in. <laughs> yeah, that's a bold statement. I'm interested. Right? Yeah. Okay, so there is a story from Indy100.com about a 53-year-old man. He uh, escorted himself to the emergency room after suffering from stomach pains for a number of days as well as swelling and nausea. So not doing so hot. All right. Uh, he was also experiencing pain in one of his legs and had been unable to move it for 24 hours. That's not a good sign. And the? shockingly, the leg was cold to touch. So like he was like, it, it felt like his leg was dead, essentially, oh. you know, like that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. So after his medical history re- revealed no past drug use or other significant health issues, it was found that, to put it simply... He just needed to take a shit. What? So an examination of his rectal region revealed that the man had impacted stools, which basically means a buildup of crap. That makes his leg go dead? A scan revealed the fecal matter had disrupted his intestines and was even putting pressure on his arteries. This was found to be the cause of the pain in his leg and the loss of movement. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he goes into the hospital and he's like, I feel shit. I feel terrible. And they, I feel shitty. I feel shitty. And like, yeah, there's a reason. So he was quickly taken to surgery right away to remove the backlog of poo. <laughs> and according to the official report, get ready, two liters of feces was removed. What? What the fuck? How is that possible? How, did he, was he like putting things in his butt? <laughs> <laughs> like... He, like, he, like, I'm so confused. I'm yeah. sorry. There's no fiber in his diet. That has to be it, right? Well, like, and had he not noticed that he wasn't taking regular shits? <laughs> <laughs> like, how does it build up that badly? It's like, oh fuck, I haven't pooped in nine days. That's weird. <laughs> right? You, you would think that would cause some kind of concern. Hundred oh, percent. Get that this too. Rough. It took him another thirteen. 
15 days before he was able to walk again. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this guy yeah. should have gone under sucks to suck because how do you not notice that? Yeah, you... that's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. That's bizarre, and I'm glad you liked it so much, Justin. I just, I, just, <laughs> I just love the the notion that he goes in for just like he's kind of his tum his tummy feels bad, and then he's got to yeah. just take a massive shit. Well, what and it wasn't moron. it wasn't just his tummy, and yeah. as if you called it a tummy, and I, know, I repeated yeah, tummy. Yeah, that was a point. I know. Um, but when his leg is cold to touch. There is something seriously wrong with you. No, that's good. That's healthy. <laughs> Thumb, double thumbs down double over thumbs there from down. Briner. That guy's a goop. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Holy shit. So he could have been part of Sucks to Suck, but we've got a great Sucks to Suck uh, group of stories for you tonight. I don't doubt it. If that one didn't, like, if I mean, that one deserved its own little standalone, but uh, it, it has me very excited for what's to come in Sucks right. to Suck. Yeah. Uh, so coming up, we do have Sucks to Suck. Um, Briner. This guy. This guy right here on the screen. To my, there he is right there. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He uh, he has brought a BuzzFeed quiz to the table that I'm very excited for. Yep. BuzzFeed. I'm excited for this one. Um, I think I'll have you guys work as a team for this one. Ooh. Okay. All right. That doesn't happen often. We're usually no. at each other's throats. So this is good. Yeah. I, I think it would it would be better better if you were a team. So. Okay, good. Right, look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a look at, uh, according to Consequence of Sound, the greatest concert lineups of all time. I, I always have a tough time with other people's lists, but yeah, I will, agree. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt going into it. This look, I took I did a little bit of a preview, and uh, the, it, it does look pretty legit. So Okay, yeah. if you say so. And finally, maybe my second favorite story. Uh, Ever in, on in, Pull the Plug? In a long time. Damn. Wow. Is the story about a group of people who are trying to remake The Last Jedi, the new <laughs> Star Wars film. <laughs> and oh my. Oh my. I have uh, all the I have all the info. Okay. I got all the stats. I am ready to make fun and eviscerate and point and laugh. And I hope you'll all join me because goddamn. I'm ready. It's gonna be nice. great. So we got all that plus your entertainment update, and uh, I would assume, Briner, some amazing music tonight? We got some great music, as always. Hells yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, the podcast, uh, just contact us over at our website. ptppodcast.com. Ooh, baby. Let's uh, let's do a tune. All righty. I'm Sarah M. here. This one's uh, Smashing Pumpkins cover of Galapagos on the Public Love Podcast. i 
keeps in an old oak tree Too late to turn back now I'm running out of sound And I'm changing, I'm changing And if we died right now This fool you love somehow Is here with you Galapagos, Sarah M, and we're back here on PTP Podcast. Fuck, that Sarah M is goddamn gem, isn't she? Yeah, she's pretty great. Man, I love it. She's trying to get to know her or something. I'm yeah. G- oh, wait. Get to know her intimately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to jump in right into the show here, because this is a this is a doozy of a story, I think, to start off with. Um, there is a, uh, a fan fundraising, <clears throat> excuse me, We'll we'll put it in quotes. Campaign to remake the latest Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. So, why? <laughs> one, yes. Why? Um, and two, is this their own fan version, or are they actually trying to get Lucasfilm <laughs> to remake the movie? Well, here here we go. So before we get into it, what did you? Because you both saw it, right, Brian? Or you saw it as well? Oddly, right? Um. Yeah, that was the last one. Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So and and we saw it. And we I think we can all like we all enjoyed it. Sure. Thought, thought it was a good time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I liked it. A lot of people have a problem with the film that I don't understand um about certain characters and and how the you know they they thought the story was going to go a certain way. And basically people 
people aren't happy about it. So people suck. People suck. <laughs> so they want to remake it. But they don't just want to be like, oh, we're just going to get some cameras together and remake it. They're trying to raise uh, $25 million. Okay. that That's a what? sizable dollar amount. Um, they allegedly already have an independent backer who will match dollar for dollar whoever donates. They want this budget to be $50 million? Well, The Last Jedi's budget was between 200 and $250 million. That's a typical epic blockbuster Hollywood budget for a film. Right. Uh, so they want to raise a minimum of $25 million, and this independent backer is going to match dollar for dollar whatever they get, and then they're going to take that $50 million to Lucasfilm with a fan-written script, <laughs> then ask Lucasfilm... For the rights and distribution rights for theater release of their version of The Last Jedi. So where do they expect Wait. the rest of the money to come from? From Lucasfilm? No, see, that's the thing. They don't... They think they can do it with $50 million, which they can't. And without the help of any of the actors. And exactly. I envision this to be a fan-made film giant budget for a fan-made film with like the fucking nerds behind the computer going we can write a better <laughs> script than this and then they dress up as like the different <laughs> oh, characters God. and shit but like at a shit ton of money they're, yeah they're better off just doing like a comedy or something right yeah so uh <laughs> when so if you go to their website um, and you can follow them on Twitter. It's RM The Last Jedi, Remake The Last Jedi. Right. Or Remake The Last Jedi.com. Um, <laughs> you can go on, they have like a Google form set up where you can put in uh, some info about how much you want to pledge. And uh, you don't have to put any credit card details down or anything like that. You can just say, I'm going to pledge up to $10,000. That is such bullshit. <laughs> and they emphasize that they won't take your money until they hit the full amount. And if Lucasfilm says no, they also say that they're going to give the money back, which oh, to yeah. I say, bullshit. <laughs> That's such but, a lot. But if they're not collecting like credit card information or anything, how do they have the money to give back in the first place? That is an excellent question as well, Shannon. <laughs> oh, man. One of which I do not have the answer to. I feel like they don't have a lot of answers no. sorted out. I think, I think they got really high and thought this was a good idea. Totally. So they've got a their their whole thing is you know um on on their website again remake the last jedi com and I encourage everybody to check it out because e revel in idiocy is my whole motto in life. Right. Um. So they go over as to why they were upset with the the last Jedi and what their mission is and it's a campaign to provide Disney an opportunity to course correct with the Star Wars fan franchise. Um, and they're kind of like. Like we hold the power to this franchise. You don't. You, you fans. You don't have power. Like it's it's yeah. okay, and it's okay to not like something. Yeah. You can have an opinion on something that doesn't isn't a positive one. But this isn't the way to voice that negative opinion. This is the dumbest thing I've ever. Heard. Yeah, that's some shit. So, um, if I check out their website right now, I just refresh the page. The total quote-unquote pledged again no credit card details <laughs> or something you don't have to give any details this, this is all the bullshit money <laughs> um is uh 324 million 382 thousand yeah right so my opinion my guess is that people like i have done have put in a fake email address <laughs> and donated ten thousand dollars <laughs> you did this which that's definitely what i did 
they're going to trace four it to times. our IP address. No, I, did and it, I did it four times. Definitely did four times. Like 100%. <laughs> I've got we, I've got email aliases. There's, I've, 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 I've pledged $50,000 million, 50, to this film. So <laughs> I'll, they're, they're going yeah, to uh, trace your IP address and hunt you down for this money. They have... They don't have the wits because they think this is a good idea. My one of my favorite one of my favorite things about this is that they say that everyone will get like a writing credit, like it's going to be a crowdfunded, right? You know, written by committee script, which is always a good idea. Yeah, that's what you want. You want ten people's uh, visions yeah. all meshed into one and and <laughs> make something creative. So, oh, really bad idea. So, uh, and I'm glad you've put money towards it, yeah, Justin. Yeah, hey. yeah, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> so I implore all of our listeners to go to remakethelastjedi.com, <laughs> put in a fake email address, donate ten thousand um, dollars, remake, and uh, yeah, see this shit come to fruition. Let's, I want to. I I I legitimately want to see it happen for the ridiculousness of it. Like, oh my god. Oh, so. This the the mysterious backer, by the way, who says that he's gonna like match dollar for dollar. Oh right, I kind of forgot about that. He's seeing this three hundred and twenty five million being like motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah. I'm ex- uh. I'm excited. I'm gonna follow up on this because I now follow them on Twitter, and, and uh, you're probably gonna get regular email updates now that you're backing for fifty thousand. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I'm like I'm I'm a main producer at this point. So that's insane. <laughs> Um, looking, uh, looking forward to that. Um, you can check out uh, the the links to 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 this story as well as everything that we're talking about tonight's show over at the show notes, which you can find over at the website btbpodcast dot com. Fun times. Oh <laughs> not at all. Briner's not having it. No, nope. he's out. You're not so backing ridiculous. It? You're not backing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. What's the next song of the evening, sir? Uh, we're going to do some crumbled cookie here, digging into the archives. Nice. Uh, their cover of Foo Fighters Best of You here on Pull the Blood Podcast. I've got another confession to make. I'm your fool. Everyone's got their chains to break. Holding you. Were you born to Somewhere to head. 
pain you feel The trust you must confess To someone getting the best The best, the best, the best of you cookie there that's best of you Foo fighters covering we're back here on the blood podcast shit son that's some that's some tasty music right there that's some uh that was uh radio days yeah kicking it back old school uh, long time ago yeah. long time ago uh we got videos of that performance up on our youtube still shit yeah, yeah. that's good times uh check that out youtube.com slash i think ptp podcast is what you can get to yeah no i changed it Shannon. i don't know i, I don't believe it. you well fuck you check that out <laughs> Or ptppodcast.com, whatever works best for you. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Got aggressive. Anywho, well, you're being a bitch. Um, uh, Consequence of Sound, one of my favorite like music and entertainment uh, websites. Yeah, they're great. Has put together a list of the top 100 festival lineups of all time. Right. So here we go. Number 100. Uh, no, we're going to do the <laughs> top five. <laughs> I legit had you guys wondering there for a We've second. We've got an eight-hour list ahead of us. <laughs> Enjoy me listing bands. Uh, so number five on their list is from 1983, the Us Festival. Um, it was it took place in uh, San Bernardino, California. Uh, some of the headliners included The Clash, Van Halen, David Bowie, and Willie Nelson. Jesus. That's oh. a mix. That's a, that's a mix and a half. Uh, that's great. Super eclectic. And you have like different like like staples of each particular genre that somehow have just collaborated on one particular lineup. Yeah, so that's pretty that's impressive. Uh, their fourth on the list is 2004's uh, Coachella lineup. Uh, this was back when Coachella was just uh, two nights. Sorry, what year was it? 2004. Okay. Uh, for uh, the first night, they had Radiohead, uh, Pixies, Kraftwerk. Uh, and then the second night, they had The Cure with The uh, Air, The Flaming Lips, uh, The Pixies, and Bell and Sebastian. Wow. Again, pretty uh, pretty notable lineup. And Coachella actually had Radiohead. That was their only U.S. show of 2004. 
Wow. And it was at Coachella. Yeah. So that's a pretty legit a legit spot. That's pretty cool. Uh, number three. This is back from all the way from 1965. This is the Newport Folk Festival. Took place in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Headliners included nobody big, really just Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Donovan, Sunhouse, Pete Seeger, uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary, and Johnny Cash. Jeez. That's all. Wow. That's it. Um, before we get to number two and one, do you guys have, uh, Shannon, maybe do you have a, a particular uh, festival or concert that you've been to that like the lineup was just fucking outstanding for you? So we, we've really had some serious luck seeing amazing bands at festivals. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, festival life for me is fucking where it's at. Um, I think my all-time favorite for a lineup has to be uh, a music festival in Germany, Rockin' Park. Uh, we were there in 2014, and just a little taste of their lineup. Uh, Metallica, Kings of Leon, Nine Inch Nails, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Linkin Park, Fallout Boy, Slayer, The Pretty Reckless, <laughs> Iron Maiden, The Offspring, Woodkid. Um, the list goes on and on and on. And like, you know, when you get down into the lower levels of a festival poster and it's like, oh, bands I've never heard of. Right. Yeah. Like some of the smallest names on here are like Mastodon of Mice and Men. Jesus. Uh, wow. Heim, uh, uh, fucking Jake Bug, Blackstone Cherry, Chevelle. That's like crazy. all of these bands on this poster were fucking insane. And the festival, four days of just complete metal and rock and roll chaos that's a that's a pretty good lineup right that i i went to that festival with you and just hearing those those names it's like holy shit i saw we saw most some, of those we saw some shit it was great <laughs> i saw all of that plus a lot of german dick like so much german dick. oh totally <laughs> It was also the biggest music festival we had ever attended. It was 600,000 people. And I would say there was probably in that 600,000, maybe 1,500 women. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone just walked around naked. So we saw so much German penis. It was fun. Shannon loved it. Yeah. Shannon loved it. Um, And then just on top of that, uh, in 2012, we had gone to Coachella for the first time and that lineup I thought was just unreal. Uh, again, some of those headliners, Black Keys, Pulp, uh, Arctic Monkeys, uh, Radiohead, Bonnie Vare, The Shins, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That was the year with the uh, Tupac hologram. Oh, yeah. Uh, At the Drive and Florence Machine. And the list goes on and on and on. Um, same idea. I don't, I don't think it's quite to the same level as Rock and Park, but those are some giant names over a three-day weekend. That, oh, absolutely. Uh, was just super impressive. Right on. Uh, we'll do number two, and then maybe, Brian, if you have anything that you can uh, chime in there. Number two on the sure. list from 1969, Woodstock. Naturally. Um, yeah, from Bethel White Lake in New York. Uh, headliners included Go the, ahead. Yeah. The, the Jimi Hendrix Experience, uh, CCR, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, The Who, Santana. That's it. That's, that's all. That's insane. That's that's it. I, I wonder on their list where the ninety nine festival fell, um, of Woodstock, just yeah. because the in the same vein that, that lineup was unreal. No I don't think insane. to the same iconic level mm-hmm. of like music history as the sixty nine festival, but um maybe for more of a modern era and for like us as a generation that would be in awe, that was an insane lineup. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Reiner, uh, before we get to number one, does any festival that you've been to kind of come to mind as just like holy fuck lineup? Yeah, um, I, I was thinking about it, and uh, probably the first time I went to Amnesia Rock Festival back. 
Oh, yeah. Um, that festival that, continuously has had a stacked oh, lineup. It's impressive. Like, the last, like, it's it's insane how many bands that they get out, like, and big names. Like, it's it's crazy. So who uh, who was at that, uh, at, if any that you remember from uh, from that year that kind of really yeah, stood out for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of pulled up a poster because I kind of forgot about how many I actually did see. But well, you were uh, very drunk. Yeah, well, and likely. <laughs> um, so yeah, the headliners, uh, Blink One Eighty Two with Tom DeLonge. I think it was like the last year that they played with Tom DeLonge, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the headliner um, for the one night, and the second night was Motley Crue. Wow. Um, Weezer. Allison Chains, Megadeth, Billy Talent, Primus, Cypress Hill, No Effects, Used, Gaslight Anthem, Alkaline Trio, Goldfinger, Misfits. Uh, God, I could just go on forever. Like it's it's Man. it's crazy how many names that they have. That lineup just takes me back to high school so hard. Yeah. Oh my God. It was it was awesome. It was it was phenomenal. I remember the first year I heard about that concert and I'm looking at the lineup going, oh my God, it was like $65 tickets. And I was like, this is a huge festival for such a low price. And I mean, even Uh, now, I think the tickets are only like 120 bucks or something that they've really not gone up that much in price, but no, it it is so cheap. It's, it's ridiculous. That's amazing. That uh, again, that's uh, Montebello rock fest in Quebec here in Canada that it's uh, sort of a, a secret little gem i feel like not that many people know about it no it's it, it's great right super on. cool number one on consequence of sound.net's uh list of top 100 festival lineups again number one from monterey california this took place all the way back in 1967 Ooh, is the monterey international pop music festival now okay. this is one that i had never really heard of i've never heard of this um but this is this is insane so this took place from june 16th through the 18th Headliners included the Jimi Hendrix Experience, The Who, uh, Otis Redding, uh, Ravi wow. Shankar, uh, Janis Joplin, Jefferson Ooh. Airplane, and Simon and Garfunkel. Hot and damn. the reason that um, at least Consequence of Sound puts it at number one is you, some of the big hitters at the time, like Dylan and you know the Beatles, were were, were absent. But the festival really helped uh, in elevating rock music to the same prestige that like jazz and folk had at that time all while introducing audiences to all of these like future legends right like totally you, you think of any of bunny on that list those are legendary musicians and For bands sure. and it sounds like too that there there were some similarities in the lineup between that and the 69 woodstock yeah that it was yeah. it was like a precursor but at the same time had that much I don't know, almost even bigger names. It was, it was like bigger names and also a bigger influence because it was, as they put it, like a coming out party for not only these these bands and these musicians, but for rock and roll festivals as we know it. Like That's it, so it, cool. It legitimized rock festivals in America and thus spread outwards from there. So that's oh, why it's... Uh, in many ways, number one on their list, which I think is pretty legit. I can't argue with that. I like it. No, that's huge. That's pretty rocking. So we'll be posting a link to uh, this full list over at the show notes, which uh, you can find over at the website. P2Ppodcast.com. And uh, if you have uh, been to any festivals and the lineup was fucking outstanding and and, uh, we should all be jealous of you, 
that you went. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Uh, reach out to us through our contact form, Facebook, Twitter. Again, all the details at the website, p2ppodcast.com. Briner, tell us what we, we have uh, next. Well, <laughs> I just might. Let me tell you. <laughs> We're going to do some uh, Brennan Clark. This one's called My Heart's On Fire on the Blood Podcast. And as it turns out, it takes a lot of love to feel a little love. At least I'm starting to feel some. Dresses, cigarettes, too much to drink. I'm such a mess. Somebody see me. I'm going crazy. Now I've been thinking about the better days when the sound of love seemed inviting to me. Cause I'm stuck in the mud. Man, the beliefs it's better to be alone To burn with this fire in me Turn to try and find another light to ease the dark. Only you can find the light when it's dark in the light. Bodies turn to try and find another light to ease the dark. Only you can find the light that's in your heart. And now it's time for your pull the plug entertainment update. You just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, Deadpool two. Look at my balls. <laughs> Over three hundred million so far, so uh, doing real well. Yeah, really well. Number four, Tag. Uh, 30.4 million so far. Not doing as well, but comedies don't tend to do that well in the theaters, I, I feel like. No, not no. not typically, but it looks pretty good. Have you seen the trailer for it, Briner? No, I've never heard of it. It looks pretty good. It's essentially, and it's, I guess, based on a true story, but it's a group of friends that have carried on this game of tag since they were kids, and now they're like adults, and they're still <laughs> playing this game of tag, and it takes place like through like their weddings and like monumentous moments in life. Um, right. and it just is insane and it's a pretty amazing cast. Um, and a couple people at work have seen it and they really enjoyed it and yeah, looks funny. Yeah. I think it's like All a right. sleeper comedy. Yeah. Sleeper comedy hit. So, uh, number three, Oceans eight, number two, Incredibles two, 
350 fucking million dollars. Holy shit. Goddamn cartoons are where it's at, guys. Oh, yeah. We should just make a cartoon, guys. You in? That's uh, it. We'll yeah. crowdfund it. We'll crowdsource the <laughs> we'll crowdfund it. 300 million we need. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but number one at the box office this week, 148 million in its opening weekend in North America alone, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> nice hey uh we went to go see this was it last night shannon yeah we did did. yeah my days are all fucked up um how was it i really enjoyed it um now for me uh like the jurassic park movies in a lot of ways are like the equivalent to a lot like they're my star wars you know what i mean like Fair enough. When I was growing up, the nostalgia is real. The nostalgia <laughs> is super real, and the and the love for that franchise is super real. Um, I I do understand why some people aren't a, like massive fans of this film. I I do get it. However, uh, I don't I don't I don't think it deserves a lot of the flack that it's getting. I like it's. I just, don't at all. I like it's such a good fun movie. It's a natural progression of like the storylines, even from like the very start, like. If you kind of look at how many movies in the Jurassic series have come out, like it's a natural progression to where they've gotten to at this point. Like it, it makes sense in that world. Totally. Um. So I, I, I loved it. It was super fun. Um. I think scarier than the last one. Oh my god. Okay. I don't think I've been this tense in a movie <laughs> in such a long time that like really? literally the the muscles in my shoulders are sore today. <laughs> And, like, I would be gripping my hand so hard and after a while realize I was still gripping and I'd have to, like, shake my hands out to, like, release some of the tension because I was getting so fucking scared. <laughs> That's wild. It was great. I, and, I loved it. And, like, super good scared. Like, I mean, I you go into these movies knowing what to expect. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, that they just, they made it so effective to have me on the edge of my seat like that. It was yeah. great. That's yeah. cool. Good, good jump scares. Uh, good. It's a good monster movie. Like it's, Ooh. it's it's a fun time. I would suggest if you if you're a fan at all of the previous Jurassic Park movies, you're probably gonna go see it anyway. But do yourself a favor and go see it. I think you will enjoy it for sure. It's good times. Sweetness. Yeah. Opening this week in theaters. Um, Sicario. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yes. Um, Day of Soldado. Day of the Soldado. <laughs> Uh, what's this about? Uh, well, you guys, did you, do you guys remember? It's about dads. Really, <laughs> do you guys remember Sicario? Like just the movie Sicario came no. out a few years ago. It was like, it's like this big hit. Um, it's about, no. it's about like the, uh, like drug cartels and border crossing and stuff like that. Like super intense apparently. So it's this about Mexican dads. It's about Mexican. Mexi- yes. Hombre, hombre dadios. Yes. I think is what it is. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, also opening this week in theater, we got Uncle Drew, Three Identical Strangers, and Leave No Trace. Coming soon to theaters, July 6th, we've got The First Purge, which looks terrifying. <laughs> Brighter, that's one for you, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really even watched a trailer, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Whitney and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which looks just so fun. Yeah. And coming soon to theaters, July 13th, we've got Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, uh, The Nun, and Skyscraper featuring The Rock, which, uh, like... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> a big fan. Big, big fan. And uh, last, night, last night we saw another trailer for it, and that's 
Justin here goes like, I feel like this movie's been coming out for like four years now with how much we've been seeing <laughs> oh about it. And uh, the time is, is almost here. Time is now. <laughs> That's so funny. I do feel Does like... It- <laughs> I feel like we've seen the entire movie in the trailer. A hundred percent. Well, we've seen it. Yeah. Rock's been in it four yeah. times already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they'll make money. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, new releases in movies. We got Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Am I saying that right? I think so. Acrimony? Th- Acrimony? Yep. Acrimony, yeah. Yep. I don't know what that is. I don't either, actually. Do you know what the? Do you know what Acrimony means, Shannon? No. Look that up for the, right. the fine folks at home, if you don't mind. Um, Spinning Man, The Endless... Terminal and Madame. 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 Everything I typed up for acrimony just brought up Tyler Perry's <laughs> acrimony, so I'm not going <laughs> to delve into Those that much further. <laughs> Coming soon for movie releases, we've got Blockers, uh, Finding Your Feet, Seven Days in Entebbe. Entebbe? Entebbe. Entebbe. Uh, where is that? It's probably in Europe. And I don't know. <laughs> Borg versus McEnroe. Yeah. That's, oh, uh, my God. that's where John McEnroe fights Star Trek villains. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, switching. I found, sorry, I found what acrimony means. Okay. Because I'm better at the internet than you are. Sure. Um, <laughs> I had things to do over here, okay? I mean, I'm busy doing all of this. Um, it's bitterness or ill feeling. Okay. So There we go. Uh, it, I, I, Tyler Perry's ill feeling. Ill, t- Tyler Perry's got a oh boy, not a good feeling movie. <laughs> Switching gears from mu- into music here. New releases in music for June 29th. We've got Florence and the Machine. She's back with High as Hope. Bullet for My Valentine with Gravity. Drake, Scorpion. Uh, gorillas are back with the Now Now. And uh, John Coltrane, both directions at once. The Lost Album. Ooh, Ooh spooky. <laughs> you guys hear any of the new Gorillas? Nope. No, actually, I haven't. There's the there's one. They have a music video. It's got Jack Black in it. That's a. I don't. I can't right. remember the name of the song, unfortunately. But it's a. It's a really good song. I check. Right I suggest checking that. Out. Just search Gorillas Jack Black. It'll come up. It's a good song. Um, I'm excited for Florence though. She's yeah. been she's been uh, teasing a couple yeah. tracks already that have come out, and uh, I'm feeling this album. Hell's yeah, for sure. Hell's yeah. <laughs> Top five on Billboard.com. Number five, we got Nasser by Nas. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> we got. Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Fuck yeah. Uh, we got Question Mark by Triple X. Tade Temptation. I guess that's the guy that died recently. Yeah, he just got shot and killed down in Florida. Yeah. So that's why he's on the chart. That's right. I've, I've heard he beat his girlfriend, so fuck the guy. Oh, shit. Um, oh, really? Yeah, if that's the case, I'm glad he's dead. So wow. Whatever. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, number two, everything is love. The Carters. You're saying that uh, wrong. You have to yell it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is all in uh, caps lock. <laughs> and number one, Young Blood. Five seconds of summer. Wow. I want more summer than that. I want more than five seconds. Of <laughs> I want more than that. Not of that song, you don't. No, not of that song. No. <laughs> no. Celebrity birthdays for June twenty seventh. Give me that. Boom, boom, boom. That 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 
Uh, actor Chandler Riggs of the Walking Dead fame. Coral. Coral. He's uh, 19 today. Actor uh, Matthew you, Lewis is 29. You know that that Chandler guy is named based on friends. Oh, 100%. Look at, look at his age. Yeah. It just proves that point. 100%. 100%. People who are just like a few years older than us who loved that show and were just like, <laughs> could I be more ironic? And they just <laughs> love Chandler so much. Uh, actress Alana Masterson, also from The Walking Dead, is 30. Actor Sam Claflin is 32. Chloe Kardashian. Hey, girl. Hey, it's 34. Hey, girl. Uh, actor Toby Maguire. The OG Spider-Man, at least for our generation, is 43. Totally. And director J.J. Abrams is 52 today. And that is your entertainment update. Fucking A. Coming up right next, on. we've got Sucks to Suck. Sucks to Suck. I'm, I'm ready. Doing, I'm doing tongue movements to Briner on Skype. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is great. He loves it. This is nice. Yeah. Stay up to date where they can pull the plug related. Just head on over to our website. P2Ppodcast.com. We're going to do some Chad Price here. This is uh, Ed Sheeran cover of Thinking Out Loud slash Let's Get It On. When your legs don't work like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Your mouth still remember the taste of my love Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks And darling I will be loving you Till we're 70 And baby my heart can still fall as hard as 23 I'm thinking about how people fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe just the touch of a hand well, Me, I fall in love with you every single day I just want to show you I am So honey, now Take me into your loving arms Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars Place your head on my beating heart I'm thinking out loud And maybe we found love right where we are when my hair's all but gone and my memory fades And the crowds don't remember my name And when my hands don't play the strings the same way I know you will still love me the same Cause honey your soul could never grow old It's evergreen Baby, your smile forever in my mind and memory. I'm thinking about how people.
people fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe it's all part of the plan yeah. Well, I'll continue making the same mistakes Hoping that you'll understand But baby, now Take me into your loving arms Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars Place your head on my beating heart I'm thinking out loud Maybe we found love right where we are I've been really trying, baby Trying to hold back these feelings so long And if you feel like I feel, baby Come on, oh, come on Let's get it on Let's get it on Let's love, baby. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. There's nothing wrong with me, nothing you. thinking out loud slash let's get it on at sharing over there on ptp podcast nice let's <laughs> get it on <laughs> real nice it sucks to sucks time sucks to hey. suck uh for those of you new to the show maybe you haven't heard sucks to suck before we take a look at a few stories from the uh from the news in the past week uh but Unfortunate incidences, people doing dumb things, making bad decisions, and uh, it gives us an opportunity to uh, make fun of them, laugh at them, and makes us feel a little bit better about our own choices. In That's life. the most important part. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so this first story comes from New Zealand, and really the the headline of the story says it all: a winter weather uh, festival has been canceled because of winter weather. Oh no. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. New Zealand can't handle their shit. They, oh god. They uh they apparently don't re- realize you know what winter can actually do 
with snow and cold and stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, so heavy snow has disrupted events at Queenstown's annual winter uh, festival this morning. Snow is falling on the uh, Crown Range and on ski fields in the Wakatipu Basin. They got great names for everything over there, by Man, the way. Man, do wow. they ever. Uh, prompting warnings for people to carry chains and drive and uh, drive in uh, slow conditions. The weather has forced organizers of the Queenstown Winter Festival to cancel Sunday mountain events due to extreme weather conditions, <laughs> which would compromise safety. Oh. So organizers of a winter festival didn't know winter what, was coming. What, what winter was? <laughs> oh God! Essentially, and uh, and that's why the people of Queenstown, at least right now, sucks to suck. Next story comes from Newsweek. A German toy manufacturer has pulled one of its products from shelves because it was supposedly teaching children that Nazis mastered space travel. (laughs) (laughs) We need more details. uh, The uh, toy toy company Revel, which is based in North Rhine-Westphalia in Germany, sold the, quote, round aircraft, which stated in its product description that it was, quote, the first object in the world capable of flying in space. (laughs) According to a local newspaper, the Military History Museum and German Children's Protection Association had complained that the toy was historically inaccurate. Slightly. According to the product box, the ship can reach speeds of 6,000 kilometers an hour and was not built beyond the test phase because of World War II. The toy even featured symbols from the Third Reich. Oh, shit. Uh, There's no no, like swastikas or anything. But this is a full-blown Nazi toy. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, uh, speaking to a uh, newspaper there, historian Jens Weiner, or Werner, reiterated the aircraft was complete fiction. At the time, it was technologically impossible to build something like this. Enthusiasts can use this as a strategy to cast doubt on what we know today about national socialism. <laughs> and Revel said it was investigating how the toy, which sold for uh, $49.99, uh, managed to reach stores in the first place. A spokeswoman for the company said it agreed with Werner. It is, in fact, a legendary, extraordinary aircraft that cannot be proven in terms of existence. So, I don't know what is weirder. The fact that somebody made it, (laughs) or the fact that the toy company doesn't know how it got made. How does that happen? That's fucking bonkers. That's awesome. And that's why the toy company... Sucks to suck! And finally, look. 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 Drinking and driving, bad. We know that. Yep. Don't do it. Correct. However, if you are drunk and you have a dog with you. Oh, no. Um, chances, you know, you want to do what you can for the dog. Of course. And this guy was doing all he could for his dog. Oh, no. So a man <laughs> wanted on multiple warrants got unlucky when um, the, uh, the the cops in his, in his local area busted him trying to feed a sandwich to his dog. <laughs> what? In the middle of a Michigan intersection. Oh. So, according to uh, an official report, the incident occurred early in uh, early this month in June when Ben McAteer, conservation officer, was on patrol in Crawford County when he observed a pickup truck stopping uh, stopped in the middle of an intersection. This county uh, story, com- uh, story comes from Michigan. Uh, suspicious, uh, he got closer, but the vehicle began to, began to drive away and eventually failed to stop at a stop sign. A traffic stop was initiated, and he was able to smell the odor of intoxicants uh, coming from the driver. Right. So you can smell that he's drunk. So according to the report, a file check of the individual individual revealed he had multiple warrants for his arrest in a field sobriety test, and PBT revealed he had twice the legal limit of alcohol in his system. So oh that's dear. a fucking... He's drunk. When Mikatir questioned the driver as to why he was sitting in the middle of the intersection, he stated he was making a sandwich for himself and his dog, Lucky. 
Oh my god! You know how it is when you're drunk. You get hungry. You, you gotta make very a admirable. Yeah. And you can't eat a sandwich in front of your dog and not make him one too. Right? Well, yeah. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> it's just oh rude. Oh my god! Uh, the operator was placed under arrest for operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated. Uh, Lucky, the dog again, finished his sandwich and was placed into the care of a nearby family member, according to the report. So Aww. the dog is fine. He got his sandwich. <laughs> and really, that's that's the moral of the story: is that dogs deserve sandwiches. That's what we th- I think we can. But that guy, that's it. Yeah, that's it. sucks to suck. How great is that? That's great. Wow, real fun. That's hilarious. I feel suddenly better about myself. Right. So that's good. So good, right, Briner? You feel good? I I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, I'm mm-hmm. very excited. Yeah. Briner has brought a BuzzFeed quiz. I have. <laughs> his so face much. just lights up. <laughs> see, that's why we need the video to see his face light that's up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, stay up to date with everything pull the plug related. Just head on over to our website, ptppodcast.com. We got a tune for you here uh, from uh, our buddy Phil Marquez. Marquez. <laughs> and Victoria Bernardo. This one's called The Northern here on Pull the Plug Podcast. Friends will never leave our side So through our lives we try to 
the Northern Phil Marquez. <laughs> I'm Victoria Bernardo, and we're back here on Pull the Plug Podcast. So good. Um, with the BuzzFeed Quits. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Real excited. And you're bringing this one to the table. I am. All for, right. For, I think this is my first one. I'm awesome. I'm excited. I, I think so. Very yeah. nice. That'll be good. And you know what? I don't even know these answers because <laughs> I haven't even looked through them yet. So it's going to be a surprise <laughs> to me. Excellent. That's fun for all of us. That's the kind of preparation I would expect from you. Well, and that's that's what I'm about here. I love it. I love it <laughs> right. so much. So, for this quiz, can you guess these Disney movies from their plot keywords? Okay. So, oh. Each, each question uh, that I'll be giving you has a set of plot keywords for, from uh, IMDb. Okay. So, um, I'll give you the keywords, and then you give me your answer, and then I'll let you know if it's correct or not. So, All right. And and you said earlier we're we're me and Shane are kind of working as a team or are we going back and forth yeah. on this? We're, we're yeah, I think I think at least I didn't know what this first one was. Yeah, no, so. I I'm, I'm into teamwork. Yeah. Do it, Shane. I'm thinking yeah. maybe the maybe the teamwork thing will be all right. All right. All right. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So are you ready for this? I'm Let's ready. dive in. All right. First one, I'll give you a few few keywords here. Meat cleaver. <laughs> contract. Destroying a statue, animal licking someone, and nudity. What? Uh, hundred and one Dalmatians. Is that what you're going with? I don't know. That's I. I don't know if it's hundred one Dalmatians. Well, I mean, meat cleaver. She kills dogs for coats, and okay. an animal licking someone. Those were the keywords for me. But I see the thing that point that really stuck out for me was a statue. Hmm. Hmm. And sorry, are these all animated or no? Or I guess you uh, don't really know. He didn't you don't know. know. I believe so. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I have well, no idea. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just flat uh, out, I have no idea. <laughs> um, we can go with 101 because I don't have a better guess. You don't have anything else. I got nothing. All right, let's go with that for now yeah. then. 101 Dalmatians. That's yeah. the one. Wrong. Oh, shit. Fuck. What was it? The Little Mermaid. Oh, she uh, sings about a meat cleaver in one of the songs. And then... A dog licks her face. Yeah. Shit, uh, yeah, I totally didn't, oh, wow. that's, would not have gotten that's that. A, these are deep cut, Not deep cuts, but like deep cuts of scenes or something. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Game faces, Shannon. All right. Shit's getting real. That's yeah. right. All right, next one. Poverty. Submarine. Spiraling eyes. I don't even know if I'm going to say this right. Anachronism and reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going to say the movie Atlantis. I was going to say Atlantis too, just for the submarine yeah. and poverty. Oh. Mm. And and the the eyes. Yeah. That's like the little dude. I think. The little dude. Yeah, the mole dude or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Uh, the, the reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I don't know that part. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but if we both had a gut feeling for Atlantis, let's go for it. Let's go it. with Atlantis. Okay, uh, Atlantis or Lost City of Atlantis, whatever it is, yeah. Wrong again. God damn it, Shannon. <laughs> it's Aladdin. What? What? All right, what, is, what are the words again? Poverty. That okay, one I got, yeah. yeah. 
submarine. Oh, the genie turns into a submarine at some point. Oh, good yeah. damn it. Spiraling eyes. I don't know what that one is. Anachronism. Oh, sorry, when uh, when the Jafar is like hip, uh, hypnotizing the Sultan and stuff, that's his, right. His yeah, eyes go yeah, twirly. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, These are tough, man. Yeah, and then the reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Yeah. Again, the genie gets all buff and stuff, and and, oh, hold, and he's holding the. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. God damn it. These are some obscure references. I though, like I this. Feel like. This is good. Like, where the fuck's right. magic carpet in that one? Well, that's too easy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Reiner, what's uh, up next? Next one we got sneeze, teapot, sentence to death, dress a parachute, and alternate dimension. <laughs> My first thought was Beauty and the Beast, but I feel like that's too easy. Like, teacup is too easy for a clue for Beauty and the Beast. I could be wrong. Alternate dimension. Right? What's it? Okay. Uh, hmm. I really hope whoever is listening to this is like, it's fucking this movie. Yeah. And oh, I guarantee it. it. Oh, shit. What was the first one again? Sneeze. Sneeze. Yeah. Teapot. Sentence to death. Dress uh, as a parachute. An alternate dimension. You're going to kick yourself for this one. <laughs> I mean, Snow White has Sneezy, one of the That's dwarves. not even... Hmm. No. And, like, they did kill her. <laughs> then they right. had to kiss her to wake her up or whatever. Right. I think I think you got to focus more on alternate dimensions. Alternate dimensions? I can't even imagine a Disney movie with alternate dimensions. Is that terrible? Like Fantasia or some shit? Oh. Oh. I don't know, though. Wait. Sne- <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, teacup, death, I think, is in Fantasia. Alternate dimension is Fantasia. Uh, death sentence. I Umbrella. I I think Fantasia might be it. Let's go with it. I'm gonna go with Why Fantasia. Not? We're wrong again. We're probably wrong again, but that's okay. Wrong again. <laughs> All right. What's this if one? It's, if it's Beauty and the Beast, I'm gonna fucking snap. No, it's not. I I thought it was Beauty and the Beast myself when I first started. Yeah. Right. Um, Alice in Wonderland. God oh, for fuck's sakes. It. Of course it is. They had the tea party. Uh, and... Yeah. We should have known that yeah, one. You're that's... right. We're kicking ourselves. Yeah. I'll kick Justin yeah. just in case he's not kicking himself hard that's enough. That's rude. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. Next one. <sighs> okay. Public humiliation, <laughs> coming of age, archery, off screen murder, and nose picking. Mulan? Mm, sorry, man. I'm going to have you read out the words again just so I can... Yep. Public humiliation, coming of age, archery, off-screen murder, and nose-picking. The only other one I can think of with archery is the Robin Hood one. But I feel I feel like that's too obvious. But, like, the the shaming like when she does her like geisha shit and like even when she goes into the military she's being shamed for a lot of stuff yeah um the archery i don't remember the nose picking um mulan might coming of age like that's totally a coming of age story 
Uh, Hercules, he also does archery. Ooh, coming of age. That yeah. is Hercules, too. Good, ooh, good get. Uh, fuck, what were the other ones? What were the other words? Um, Public shaming, which is also Hercules. Yeah. Ooh, I think it might be Hercules. All right, let's go Hercules. I'm feeling, I'm feeling Hercules. I'm feeling Hercules. Going to Hercules. <laughs> I don't like Smile. that. I don't like that smirk. I don't like that. Oh, uh, no, it's not Hercules. Fuck. You were right the first time. It's Mulan. Oh, damn. damn it. <laughs> I had my second. I had my but second. But very, very good. easily paralleled between the two, I'd that, say. That was that was a good uh, a good thought, though, for Hercules. Like, that made sense. Totally. See that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, and uh, we got two more. Okay. All right. All right. These are All tough. Right. I like I this. like them a lot, though. Loss of a mother. Every Disney movie. Yeah, really. Greed. Bubble bath. Doomed love. Unsettled foreign language. <laughs> oh, sorry. Un, unsubtitled foreign language. Sorry. Unsubtitled foreign language. Um. Hmm. I kind of thought Cinderella because of like the, uh, the, the loss the, of the mother, the loss of the mother, uh, the bubble bath. Um, but I guess that's kind of where that ends. Um, what other? I'm trying to think of unsubtitled foreign languages like Tangled, where it's where it's Scottish. That it's a foreign language, but they don't subtitle Tangled it. Isn't, Tangled isn't Scottish. So it's Rapunzel. Or, um, oh, brave. brave. You're thinking of Brave. Brave, where it's Scottish, so it's still English, so it's not subtitled. That's Disney Pixar. That's Pixar. Like, <sighs> I wonder if they would make that distinction or not. Because all the other ones have been strictly, like, animation Disney. All right, You know all what right. I mean? So, um, this fucking guy over here just watching. He's even knows know. the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, that's a, mm, fuck, that's a tough one. It's. I'll give you a hint. It's an old one. It's a really old one. Okay. It's an old one. Okay. Uh. Loss of a mother. I mean. Hmm. All right. Let's think of which ones like older Disney movies where they've lost the mother. We've got Bambi. Would an animal language be considered a foreign language? Well, it's unsu- okay. Let's let's go off of Bambi then. Yeah. So we got uh, unsub unsubtitled uh, loss of a mother. Definitely oh, bubble bath. Uh. Well. Yeah. But I mean, they're out in the in the in the woods. Like maybe they're that'd be something like QC. I feel like Disney would do. Like they'd okay. have like a like the bunny or Thumper having like a bath or something. I feel like that would be something they would do at least. True. It's, it's from it's fr- sorry. It's from the nineties. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that helps you. I thought it was older than that, but I guess not. Hmm. I am at a loss then. Yeah, I have no idea. Loss of a mother. Loss of a mother. Greed. Greed. Bubble bath. Doomed to love. And unsubtitled foreign language. I don't think I know this one at all. I don't know it at all. I don't even know if I have a guess for it. I I, I got nothing, man. Sorry, we're not being very good. No, this is terrible. (laughs) But it's Uh, It's Pocahontas. God, so do- doomed love. That's the one that should have triggered us for Pocahontas. I totally forgot about Pocahontas, which is terrible. But it's such a great movie. Son of a bitch. God, we haven't gotten one right. Well, we kind of had Mulan right, but then we fucked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we 
Wow. Well, that was a really great quiz. No, we got one more, don't we? We got one more. One more. Yeah, oh, we got shoot. one more. Okay. Are you ready for this? Oh, yep. yeah. Homemade liquor, child labor, teddy bear, fake eyelashes, and half dressed cartooning. <laughs> what? <laughs> And these are all like like big popular movies. It's not like a rant. Like no, I guess all Disney movies have been kind of big, but like they have well, been so far. This one, I guess, is kind of random. It's not super rare. Like I I know it, but I probably wouldn't have got it to be honest. Okay, all right. So yeah. don't feel bad about this one. Alcohol, teddy bear, Home- homemade alcohol, teddy bear. Uh, I believe this is a '90s one too. What were the words again? Homemade alcohol, teddy bear. Um, Some nudity? Well, actually, um, this is one of those movies that, you know how Disney, um, you know how like in like um, Lion King, they have like sex in like the stars or like. Yeah. Right, yeah. This, there's, there was some buzz around this for nudity possibly. Oh. I don't know if that oh. gives you. Oh! Anyhow. Oh shit! Describe it, Justin. Oh no, it's oh the nudity. Uh, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but the nudity is like you see it like through a window or in a mirror yes. or something. Yes. That's oh, right. son of a bitch. Oh, it's uh, yeah. So this original one's from 1977, but the um the sequel was released in 1990. Is it like like Fern no, I see where you're going. But oh, no. the, the, the oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I have no I know. Idea. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose my mind when you yeah. say it, Reiner. Um, I know. It, it, not for like, uh, like the Great Mouse Detective. Or... You're along those lines, buddy. Oh, son of a bitch! That's gonna piss me off so much. That's gonna piss me off so much. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so I, you don't I have no help. you can't you can't think of anything like that are like kind of like those those movies Shannon like like in that like like they're characterized and or uh, humanized animals like in the sense of like like brother bear or like um, stuff like that but again it's like from the 70s you said Brian? Yeah, it's from late 70s, late 70s when it originally came out, but when we were kids that the sequel came out. When we were kids and so it was Land on? before time. No. But it was you're right, along. But it was you're right. along the right lines with the um, the mice. A great mouse detective. Great mouse detective. I was like great mouse detective Fern Gully. Uh, I'm, hitting, <laughs> I'm hitting myself. Why am I hitting myself? It's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I know there was another mouse one. I can't think of it. Though. I can't. I, God damn it! I can't think of it, Briner. What is it? The rescuers. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, they did the the rescuers down under too. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was the sequel. That was the sequel. Shit. Fuck, <laughs> Brenner, this one hurt us tonight. That was uh, oh man. Sorry guys, I thought it'd be easier. I not at all. Like, but looking back on all of the answers, it's like oh, obviously they totally oh, make obvious. sense. I mean, the last one is a difficult one unless you know the the yeah that one's tough the nudity one, but. Or the nudity aspect of it, but the other ones, like yeah. as soon as you hear the title, you're like, "Oh fuck, of course." Yeah, that was yeah. Re- that's fun. That was a really good quiz, man. 
Hey, well, you know, you're welcome. I think I think people playing along at home are gonna have fun with that one. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I hope think so. they'll be pissed off. Yeah, they'll totally at us for not getting it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be linking that in the show notes. If you want to quiz your friends, your supposedly Disney loving friends, uh, and you can find that over at ptppodcast.com. Reiner, what's the last song of the evening there, sir? Last song, we're going to do some Arthur Lee and Nolan Bouvier, Never Need Nobody, Lone Below cover on Pull the Blood. Yeah.
try to get your affection But all I ever do is wrong Arthur Lee and Nolan Bouvier, you never need nobody. Low and below cover there. And uh, that's going to wrap it for uh, this week's full plot. Hot damn. I'd like to uh, disagree, though, is because uh, the title is You Never Need Nobody. I need you guys Aww. in my life. Aww, right? Actually, we were uh, we were playing a game over the weekend, and it's a game where you, uh, you're given a category, and you have to name five things in that category in a certain amount of time. And uh, yep. famous trios came up, and of course... Uh, Shannon, Justin, and Justin of uh, PTP fame was one of the answers. And well, I was, look at that. I was really impressed. Yeah, we nailed it. We're that's great. Now. Yeah, so uh, that's how you know we've made it, guys. That's it. We've yeah. done it. Uh, that's the show for this week. You can stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Just head on over to our website. PTPpodcast.com. Links to uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, and also our Patreon. Patreon.com slash PTPpodcast. Uh, we can check in as little as a dollar a month. It can support this little rinky dink show. Do it. And uh feel I feel 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 good about yourself and you'll also get some stuff in return if you do donate some money. So Yeah. Um don't feel like you have to. Um if you can't donate But, but you really but, do have but to. But I mean you really I mean it's just common courtesy. <laughs> yeah, um, just do it. <laughs> uh if you can't though, uh just uh subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you podcast player you decide to choose. And, to and listen through. click a five-star rating right there for us yeah, while you're there. Right, uh, write a quick little review, whether you love us or hate us. That's all right. I want to know, um, but that does really help us out if you uh, if you do uh, rate the show. So, uh, again, uh, search for us on iTunes, P2P Podcast. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Briner, you're looking good as always. Yeah. Well, likewise, team. Oh, Woo! thanks, man. I mean, you didn't see Shannon much because I just made sure that, no. that me and you had a moment. That's why I'm so that's good looking is because he can't yeah, see me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, once again, p2bpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be good. And remember, kids, if you have to take a shit, do it before your leg falls asleep. <laughs> Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.